are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind. I'm your host, Michael Byron. The best in the business is back in business. Tonight, me and Nate, my co-host, are re-ranking the 2022 wide receiver class. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know, I love talking rookies, the next class coming up. So I've really enjoyed these segments that we've been doing. Me too. It's been fun. That's why we do them, the two of us, because you got the you got the Debbie guy here and, and, and then me. <laughs> So what Nate and I did was we went ahead, we re-ranked this 2022 rookie class, and we came up with a consensus. Um, I don't know how you come up with the consensus because some of us were a little farther apart on than the others. So would I you like math. To, well, math is hard. I did. I did math. I used an Excel spreadsheet to get this consensus, Mike. Did you? I did. You like Excel spreadsheets, don't you? Yeah. I nice. do. Enjoy them. I got to get on that. Yeah, it's okay. You just let me handle it. You don't have to worry about it. All right. I'm going to let you handle the Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> but, um, so it's kind of like a rookie review, if you want to call that. We're also projecting what we think these guys are going to be for the future. So, Nate, let's just get into it. Who is our number one consensus wide receiver? Yeah, our number one consensus wide receiver is Traylon Burks. Okay. Um, Traylon Burks. You ha- I have him as my number one. You have him as – what did I say two that's your two yeah yeah you're looking well, at the same sheet as me right i, I was but i also wasn't <laughs> but we're, we're good now we're good now fair enough <laughs> all right sorry i need a sip of water so trailer burgs some dead space there that's okay that's okay our listeners they still love us we're so Burks, our consensus number one wide receiver do you think he's the AJ Brown replacement? Do you see a similar ceiling? No, Mike, you might've just heard me talk about it, um, but I do. I do think that Traylon Burks has that similar ceiling, you know, of really good efficiency um, and, and coming with that run first offense, being able to be used down the field and play action stuff, you know, like we saw AJ Brown do with the Tennessee Titans in his time there. I think Traylon Burks can give us that kind of production. He does very well with target separation versus man. He is the third best in the NFL wide receiver wise against man coverage, um, getting that separation when the target is started. So like when the quarterback's throwing the ball, Traylon Burks is, is open. And those guys usually get more targets. Those guys usually do well with those targets. And we're seeing that with his yards per route run. We're seeing that with the, being the third wide receiver on snap count, but leading the team in yardage, receptions, targets, all that stuff. This guy is efficient. He, we're just waiting for the volume to be there. And it's never going to really be a super high volume with the Titans, as we saw with A.J. Brown. But once he's getting that wide receiver one snap count, it's going to be enough that you're going to uh, be very happy having Traylon Burks on your team, to say the least, just like we were with A.J. Brown. And as soon as he moves to a new situation or the situation that the Tennessee Titans changes to be more pass happy, I think it is a, a rocket ship ready to go. I agree. And I, I was just looking over our rankings. None of us had the same guy in the same spot. So, Interesting. Yeah. I guess once, we, you, once you get off a couple, then it gets hard to get back on. Yeah, it's true. And I figured we'd have at least one somewhere. But um, our consensus number two wide receiver, I will introduce him, Garrett Wilson. 
the New York Jets. And I love Garrett Wilson. Yeah, you know, Garrett Wilson's nice. I'm not concerned with Zach Wilson being a starting quarterback. Um, I think they're going to give him just another year at least. You know, he's got that. I think I think so. I don't I, think I, I would assume like so. Yeah, well, I you never know. Soon. Um, but look, Garrett Wilson's looked good. He was my number one wide receiver coming in. My number one wide receiver for a reason. He can do anything. Yeah, look, let's yeah. not forget Garrett Wilson was one of the guys that kept Jamison Williams off the field. Him and Chris Olave. So they're doing something right up there at Ohio State. They know how to recruit these wide receivers. They know how to coach them up. I'm a Garrett Wilson fan. But um, yeah. Got yeah. thoughts on Garrett Wilson? I love Garrett Wilson. I think he does a lot well. You know, I don't think he necessarily is one thing he's you know necessarily a lead in, but I think he does a lot well. I think his kind of his floor is kind of like a Terry McLaurin. I think he has that kind of talent, you know, that that okay. if you you know in a bad situation. Maybe, you know, he's still getting fancy points similar to Terry McLaurin's, so maybe a little bit underwhelming by the end of the season ranking. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a solid wide receiver to have on your team. And I think he has more upside than that if he gets into a good situation where he could be um, someone who's collecting a lot of fancy points week in and week out. I don't know if he has, you know, that, that top five ceiling that, you know, we've seen with some young prospects coming out recently, like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Um, but I do think he has the potential to be a top 12 wide receiver um, at some point in his career and maybe over a couple seasons, you know, just needs something better than Zach Wilson. You know, you, you assume he's going to get it one more year, but if there's an issue with, you know, his character in that locker room and, you know, meshing with the coach, you know, Robert Sala is not going to let his first three years of the jets be a failure because of Zach Wilson, because if he lets that happen, he's probably not getting a fourth year with the jets. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'm still, I'm still pretty high on Garrett Wilson though. Um, all right. Who's our consensus? Number three wide receiver. Yeah. Consensus number three. I haven't ranked two. You haven't ranked number three as Chris Olave. Oh, yeah. uh, Chris Olave is killing it right now for the saints. Bob's dude right there. And, and Bob, yeah. Shout out to Bob. You know, he's going to watch this video because he edits every single video, but Bob power to you. Chris Olave is doing pretty well. I think I am just about convinced. I will tell you though, Chris Olave, his comparable, his player comp on player profiler is Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Wilson's player comp is Chris Olave. Hmm. You know, when you look at a guy or a girl and you look at their string of X's and you're like, that that person has a type. Yeah. Ohio State has a type, a wide receiver. And Chris Olave, I mean, right now he's the most productive rookie. So why not buy into that? You worried about if he gets any competition from a reliable pass catcher aside of him? I am. I'm also a little concerned about just the quarterback position overall, but I mean, can't get too much worse than it currently is. Gonna get a little bit worse. Well, but I would assume Saints, at some point it's gonna get better. But look, I mean, like, even so, we, we say that, but the Saints have been scoring some points. Andy Dalton, you know, this past week, I think you think he was like uh, he had a, whatever his completion percentage was. It was really good. Three touchdowns, no interceptions. Any Dalton's out there looking like a legit NFL quarterback again. You know, I always, you know, being a Ravens fan, I was around Andy Dalton a lot. Very familiar with his game, and he's a guy that's not necessarily going to let you down a lot yeah. when he's playing well. Might not, you know, give you that extra mile that's going to get you that game-winning drive. But you know, when he's playing well, he's not going to let you let you down and he's going to help create some fancy production at the wide receiver position so i got it right here 21 of 25 so he completed 84 percent of his yeah. passes 260 yards three touchdowns no interceptions efficient I mean, 
really efficient and so far this year so he's only three and five as a starter but he's completing 66.9 percent of his passes 1819 yards 14 touchdowns and seven picks i mean he's really considering he was the backup to start the season i think he's doing pretty well yeah i do too and look andy dalton is what he is at this point in his career but you could do worse Mm-hmm. You could at quarterback. So I'm not really too worried because I, I feel like Chris Olave is just establishing himself as an alpha wide receiver for the Saints. So if Michael Thomas decides to ever play again, who knows? He's, he's the one B in this offense, pass catching wise. So uh, Nate, who is our? All right, you, me. All right, so I'm going to talk about our next one, our next consensus wide receiver. Couldn't get on the field because of our last two, and that's Jamison Williams, the Alabama product, who's been cleared to come back to practice Love that. this week. So it's a step in the right direction. We'll see what's going on. Hey, we're still waiting on that debut, but like I said, it's activated. We could get like four or five games this season. Could we see the Lions in the playoffs too? That would be amazing, wouldn't it? That, you know, Matthew Stafford would be sad. I mean, yeah. Though I guess he wouldn't be too sad because he, you know, he's got a Super Bowl ring. But he's he's doing okay up there. Is he's, he? He was. I mean, look, you. you I mean, he's still doing okay. He's got a a ton of money. He's got a got a bad concussion right now. So. Yeah, he's got a pretty wife, beautiful family, ton of money. Got a Super Bowl ring. Guys, Matthew Stafford's doing just fine. Just fine just fine so i mean as far as what i'm expecting for jameson williams this season i don't care if he doesn't really get me many fantasy points if i have him anywhere i'm probably not putting him in any lineups right away i just want to see him out there i want to see him running routes and acclimating to the speed of the nfl game that's i'm not expecting much and if he doesn't do anything i don't care because you knew drafting him you probably weren't getting much if anything this year you knew that but the sky's the limit, man. He's healthy. He's getting back on the practice field. Let's go. Wheels up. Yeah, Jamison Williams, if he wasn't injured uh, to end the season, he would have been my wide receiver one over Traylon Burks, most likely, for okay. this this past draft. I I'm I love Jamison Williams, what he brings to the table. I was so excited for him and so upset by his injury because, you know, sometimes – we don't get lucky and sometimes players change after those injuries, but I'm hoping that Jamison Williams, you know, can bring back that speed, bring back that agility, bring back that playmaking ability. So I have a bunch of Jamison Williams across my dynasty teams and I'm, I'm excited for him to get back on the field and just, yeah, all he's got to do is just show that he's healthy and that, you know, he's still got that burst and that acceleration and we're good to go for 2023. Nate, this is what everyone's been waiting for. Everyone's been waiting for this guy who I think is here a bit too early, but at number five for the 2022 wide receiver class, we got Drake London here. And look, I don't want to spend any time talking about Drake London because I've made it very clear how I think. I don't think Drake London is nearly as talented as most people in these comments probably think because the guys the guy didn't run the 40 yard dash and he probably made a bunch of money by not running that 40 yard dash because it would have looked bad True. when he ran the four high four five or maybe even four six. I don't think he's that fast. I don't think he, uh, 
I just wasn't impressed with the talent on tape coming out of college. He's gone to the Falcons. Yes, I know the offense is not pass happy, but look, this is fantasy football. You might think he's talented, but the situation sucks. So you have to weigh that 50-50 against each other. I think the talent's not there and the situation sucks. So I'm moving on from Drake London, but he is here at our top five. Uh, Why is that, Mike? Because that means you're a little bit higher on him than I am. Yeah, I actually don't hate Drake London. I mean, I I don't love him as much as our YouTube commenters do. So here's your YouTube cut. I don't know what the deal is and why everyone's so high on YouTube. Here's the podcast cut. The fuck are you guys thinking with Drake London? I like him, but there's guys I'd rather have. But I do see the ceiling. I do see the upside. Remember, he was a basketball player. Three minutes of game time in his USC career. But look, he is an athletic guy. I feel like him and Pitts, big-bodied receivers, you know, Pitts is, I know he's a tight end, but still they catch the ball, hence receiving, receiver, whatever. I feel like there's a pretty good core, and the Atlanta Falcons are a few good pieces away from being a really good team. Competent quarterback, reliable running back, they could be decent. The Saints, are in, turmoil. The Saints are in turmoil, the Panthers suck, and Tom Brady has to retire at some point. Or go to a different team at least. Yeah, the Jets. And then he could torment the pa- or the Patriots twice a year. Wouldn't that be something? That would be. Wouldn't that be something? Tom Brady in New York. Wow. Actually, you know what would happen? He would go tear his ACL in the first game and find a way to screw the Jets again. That's what would happen. Retire like three days before the season starts. Yeah, that would be hilarious. And then Zach Wilson has to start again. So. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to Pork's guy. George Pickens is our consensus wide receiver six. So look, Dante Johnson, I still think he's the wide receiver one there. Yes, what? Hi, you're pointing. I'm sorry. I just, uh, Bob's going to have to cut this out of the YouTube part, but our podcast guys get to listen to this. With, with, I lost, I lost it. I lost it. Well, Mike, what did you just say before the George Pickens? This pork guy. We were talking uh, about how Zach Wilson has to start. Oh, Mike, what would you what would you think of this trade? Jets trade Zach Wilson to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for Tom Brady. They want to win. They're going in for this year. I mean, all my Kyle Trask shares would be really upset about that. <laughs> Everyone holding on to Blaine Gabbert's going to be pissed off. Oh man. Yeah. I don't know if Todd Bowles has it in him to coach Zach Wilson, man. If Zach Wilson can't handle New York, how do you think he can handle Florida? Florida is basically the Australia of America. Think of all the Cougars in Florida, though. That is true. He's going to thrive. Or he would just never go to practice again. (laughs) It would be a complete disaster. Oh, man. Mom jeans. Oh man, Zach Wilson, he's gonna to be toast down there in, in Tampa. <laughs> down there in Tampa. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, sorry, distract Mike. You know, George uh, Pickens. Whew. I disagree with what Pork said on the last podcast. I still think that Deontay Johnson is a wide receiver one in Pittsburgh. That doesn't I, mean he can't I shift agree. at some point in time, but for right now, it's still Deontay Johnson. Pat Frymuth is there as well. But I like George Pickens and I moved him up now that Chase Claypool is gone. 
And I like the move for Chase Claypool, too. Chase Claypool is not a bad wide receiver. People were so down on him this year. It is not his fault that the last two or three years he had a quarterback that can't throw the ball over 10 yards. Yeah. Not his fault. Do you have anything to add to George Pickens? You know, I like George Pickens a lot. Um, I, I do have George Pickens ranked over Drake London. Um, you do? I, I, but I don't know how much I believe in Kenny Pickett at the moment. I don't, I mean, I think I, I liked Kenny's tape coming out of college, but I can't, I haven't, after seeing how Mac Jones has struggled, I think Kenny Pickett is a somewhat similar player. And I think he's limited by some of the same limitations that Mac Jones had. And looking at the Steelers offense, you know, there's nothing exciting. You no, know, the Matt Canada, if, if he gets moved, um, you know, we might see something a bit more exciting, but right now the Steelers offense does not excite me. So th- that's part of the reason I'm a bit down on George Pickens compared to some of the other rookies, you know, maybe above him, but still, I do think the talent is there. I was a big fan of Pickens coming, you know, into the last college football season. I think Pickens has a lot of talent. He does have to dial back the dog that's in him though, because he's going to get himself in trouble. Yeah, for sure. And you know, our next guy on the list, speaking about poor Q, he says this next guy's name wrong, and I don't know why. Yeah, so that's I mean, why I'm going to say it, because you've done it too. So the next guy up on our list is Jahan Dotson. Damn it, Nate. I was State. trying to segue that it stinks when he says that, and I was going to do the Dr. Squatch ad read. Oh, man, I ruined it. I'm sorry. I tried to take over. I should have. You're the host. Okay. You're the host, man. It's okay. The host it stinks the that you did that. So that's why you're going to go get yourself some Dr. Squatch. What is Dr. Squatch? Glad you asked. Dr. Squatch develops natural, high-performance personal care products like bar soap, deodorant, shampoo, conditioner, and even beard oils. Nate, need some beard oil? Go ahead. Do it up. They only feature manly scents with only the finest ingredients Mother Nature has to offer, all while avoiding the harmful ingredients often used by traditional brands. Dr. Squatch is dedicated to male-specific formulations that directly address personal care demands of men like you and me everywhere. Dr. Squatch offers a wide variety of bundles that will cater to your specific needs, as well as a subscription service, so you'll never have to remember to order more before you run out. Subscribe and save money today with Dr. Squatch. Satisfaction is guaranteed. If this isn't the best natural product you've ever used, it is on us, so don't drop the soap. Take care of yourself, guys. Smell great doing it. Try Dr. Squatch today, and if you're new to Dr. Squatch, save 10% on orders of $20 or more on your first purchase when you use the promo code that is in the description of this podcast or video. Nate, do you use beard oil or anything like that? I do sometimes. Probably should use it more often than I do. I use the bomb because it like everything gets frizzy and it just keeps it nice. And... Yeah. Speaking of frizzy, Jahan Dotson. Uh, I, I like don't know how he's, how he's frizzy, but you know I, we both like Jahan Dotson. We got to see him play live. And we were very impressed. Yeah. Um, You know, I think he could be a top wide receiver in this league. I have a lot of faith in Jahan Dotson, his ability to create yards after the catch. We got to see him catch some touchdowns to start out the year. Unfortunately, the injury uh, came at a bad time. He was just starting to, you know, make some progress. But then again, the Washington offense overall is not great. So he kind of missed the the fall, (laughs) the decline of the commander's offense there. Uh, Moving forward, I don't I like rooting for Taylor Heineke, but I don't think he's the guy there. Um, not committing to Wentz shows that he's not really the guy there either. Ron Rivera has made it very, I don't, 
I don't really, really know why Carson Wentz is there with the commanders because Ron Rivera has never seemed to be super happy with Wentz. So I don't know what the quarterback situation is there, but either way, I don't think it matters too much because Jahan Dotson is a guy you can get the ball in his hands. He's, he's going to create yards. Um, he's a guy that is a playmaker at every every position on the field. You know, you can move him inside, outside in the backfield, in motion. He's a guy that can be used in a lot of fun ways. So I think that keeps him relevant no matter what that offense looks like. And I think he has the potential to, you know, step up and, you know, share the load with Terry McLaurin as, you know, a wide receiver 1A, 1B in that offense. I agree. Four touchdowns on the season two and only 14 catches. Efficient. Yeah, for sure. All right, our next guy, Bob's favorite, Christian Watson of the Green Bay Packers. Looks like I was a little lower on him than you are. So, Nate, why don't you take this one? Christian Watson, what you got for me? What are you thinking? Yeah, Christian Watson, you know, this is a guy that we've said since the beginning is going to be raw and take a while to transition into the NFL. And I will be honest, I didn't heed my own advice. You know, I was like, oh, you know, this guy, he's just, Romeo Dubs is putting it up. He's the guy that's that's coming. Well, Dubs has an injury at the same, about the same time as Watson coming back healthy and really getting into the swing of things. And Watson took advantage of the situation. I still think Watson has some drop issues. Um, you know, I, I'm not super excited about his hands. And I think that might plague him throughout his career. But if he continues to have these big plays and get down the field and get open and maintain Rogers' trust, he's going to continue to create these big plays and be relevant for our fantasy team. He just might be a bit inconsistent. I'm not sure if he's going to reach that level where he's going to, you know, kind of see that volume share that we would see like a wide receiver one for a team take of certainly not the Devonte Adams wide receiver share. We might be looking at Christian Watson more like a Gabe Davis, but currently in the, the position where if Gabe Davis was the wide receiver one for an offense. Okay. Uh, that's interesting though. If you say that, I don't yep. disagree with it either. Five touchdowns in the last two weeks. I don't think that's sustainable. No, certainly yeah. is not. No. And if you look at his game logs here, I mean, week one, two for 34, and then three for nine, one for eight, one for one, one for 12, two for 24, four for 107, and three, four for 48, and two. He also has a rushing touchdown in the season. So, so what is Christian Watson without the touchdowns? Exactly. And we can't chase touchdown luck all the time. Now, some guys do have more luck than others. You know, Adam Thielen, guy finds the end zone. DJ Moore, Julio Jones, they 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 don't don't have the scent, man. They don't have the scent for the end zone. So there's some guys that score more often than others. You know, Christian Watson might be one of those guys, like I said, a Gabe Davis kind of player who just finds the end zone, but isn't going to have that consistent week in, week out. Hey, if he doesn't score – he's giving you six, seven points, and you're not happy with that as one of your top two or three wide receivers. And for a guy who's projecting as the Packers' number one wide receiver, his week 10 game against the Cowboys, he still only played 54% of the offensive snaps. So He's still raw. He's still raw. But right. We could get there yet. You, you know, I think people are looking at him because of the first-round pick and expecting him to fill like the Devontae Adams shoes. I agree. You know, it's it that's an impossible situation. Uh, oh, sorry, he wasn't a first round pick; he was a second round pick. Just want to make that clear. Um, but if he is just a really good MVS, he'd be pretty happy with that. Yeah, I agree. All right, our next one, 
Alec Pierce, wide receiver for the Indianapolis Colts. I think we both like Alec Pierce. Yeah. I like him and Jerome Ford's film better than I did when I watched Cincinnati and scouted them with Desmond Ritter. Pierce, big body, physical. You could see that the Colts kind of have a type there when it comes to their wide receivers. Big, physical, same thing with their running backs. Um, I like Pierce. What are we projecting Alec Pierce to be in the future? I think he's going to be a solid wide receiver, too, on your team, just like he is going to be on the Colts. That's exactly what I think he's going to be. He's not going to be anything flashy. Once he gets some super consistent quarterback play, he's going to be a solid contributor on your fantasy team. That's what I see him being. That's okay. You need those guys that you can plug in your lineup and just be comfortable with. Yeah, I think you know he has the physical traits that give him a bit bit of a ceiling, but with uh, Michael Pittman Jr. there across from him, I don't think he's likely to take on the wide receiver role away from Michael Pittman Jr. So, you know, and unless that becomes a high-volume offense, which we no one's going to expect that to happen anytime soon, No, Alec Pierce's ceiling will be limited um, kind of by touchdowns. I know if, if he has a couple touchdowns one week, you know, that obviously raises the ceiling. But otherwise, we're kind of looking at a player kind of similar to Christian Watson maybe um statistically who you know have some of those big plays down the field but you know might just be a little inconsistent week in and week out and nate who is our number 10 consensus wide receiver yeah you know sad face over here because yeah. wandale robinson unfortunately tore his acl and he was just really starting to you know come into his own and you know seeing 13 targets in the last game that he played but Torn ACL, we're going to have to wait another year until we can see him take off. I think he's going to be a great buy this offseason because people are going to forget about the the flashes he showed because you look back and he didn't start out the season because of injury. He now doesn't get to finish the season by an injury. People are going to look at his overall finish, the fact that he didn't play a lot of games. He's going to be underrated in about three or four months when people all about the rookies and they're not thinking about the 2022 class anymore and the guys that could still be sophomore breakouts. But Wandale Robinson is a guy to keep an eye on and keep in your head as a a guy you want to get and just stash on your bench for next year. Um, You know, ACL injuries aren't as bad for wide receivers as running backs. So he, he should still be able to participate in next season and produce points for you. I think he will stay because he was selected by this staff and they traded away Kadarius Tony. They are happy with Wandale Robinson. He's going to have a role in that offense next year. Yeah, I completely agree with that. A couple honorable mentions for me: John Mechie. Don't forget about my guy John Mechie on the pup. Or I don't. They, they didn't IR him. I don't think. But uh, down there in Houston, battling leukemia. From everything I've heard, he's doing really good. So, dude, John Mechie, you go. I'm really excited for you to come back next year. Not just for my fantasy teams, but just for you. Uh, Jalen Tolbert. I'm not giving up hope on Jalen Tolbert yet. You know, mm. it, it's waning a little bit, but um, still got some hope there. Also, I don't know about you. Michael Gallup has been super disappointing this year. I think he's only gotten 10 yeah, once this season. And Khalil Shakir. Don't forget about Khalil Shakir. He's a next year guy for me, but Khalil Shakir for sure. I like Khalil Shakir myself as well. Uh, some of the guys I want to mention, uh, Romeo Dubs, we didn't get to talk too much about him, but I do think um, he is still a contributor for the Green Bay Packers and part of that solution to the future. Um, Khalil Shakir, of course, John Mechie. And uh, one guy I don't want to forget about, Tyquan Thornton. 
he was looking pretty exciting when he got on the field earlier this season, but unfortunately he's been dealing with injuries. If he can get back on the field, we might get to see him take off a little bit. Um, there's not a lot of playmakers in that Patriots offense. So Tyquan Thornton has a chance to, to create a role for himself. And I think he's got the physical ability to it's just, is he going to really get to demand that uh, he, the positions wide open though in new England? For sure. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up, right? Nate? Yep. All right. Great. So, Hey, thank you for being ready for that. Get ready for best ball pickups and rivals. Use the promo code rewind on underdog fantasy. Get a 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Hey, if you're headed to a game, maybe a Ravens game, I don't know, go to SeatGeek.com and use promo code DynastyRewind to get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Have that first stadium beer on us with your savings, and we want you to be a part of the best community in fantasy football. Become a Rewinder today and get access to rankings, bonus pods, written content, and so much more. Now offering a 10% discount on yearly memberships. Hey, guess what? You can sign up for the fantasy footballers. The difference between me and Andy Holloway is I'll actually talk to you. So, for Nate, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Until next time, be kind. Please rewind. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>